All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competed at BYB 22 Rocky Mountain Brawl and very much shined, to say the very least. That went all down on December the 2nd, BYB Lightweight Championship, captured by Julio Tenori and what a lot of people are understandably calling the fight of the year. And I think you can make that case for Bare Knuckle, certainly, but even across all combat sports, I'll say, when Julio Tenori unseated Mark Irwin via majority decision and great heaven the new champ on the show how's your day going there julio does that sound pretty good new champ yeah that sounds that sounds perfect bro um my day's going fine i'm just blessed to um have been living that moment you know i went through that experience so now we're resting and stuff thank you god and i guess just because you've had a bit of time to kind of process the victory and everything like does the victory feel a great deal different than I guess how you imagined it would like through the camp I imagine you were kind of thinking like what it would be like getting your ideal outcome winning the title etc like where you're at now does it feel a great deal different than what your preconceived notion was or would you say it kind of feels like exactly the same kind of positive feeling you figured I guess I'm curious to get the insights there Okay, well, um, I feel it feels it feels amazing, but um, to be honest, I don't think the job is done yet. So I don't feel the most you you understand. I don't feel the most um, uplifting, you could say. Uh, not yet, cause just cause the job is not done, there's still a lot more stuff we got to do. But it feels it feels great, you know. It, um, well, I'm a champion that that came out of nowhere. It's like I've been working hard. And I'm just blessed to to be the champion. Well, I think even the way you phrased it there showcases that championship mentality because you hear a lot of fighters who get to that level of becoming champion and talk about how it's X amount degrees more difficult to maintain your place as champion than that route up there. So it sounds like you've got the proper mindset for everything. Yes, sir, exactly. It's always above and beyond that we have to uh, keep our mindset, which we're never done until we we die <laughs> right <laughs> but i mean just such an incredible arc you've had so far i mean just the byb debut and i don't think as many people know this either but just like your outright pro debut in any combat sport and i mean we're like a bit over a year out from that like is this kind of been has this kind of been like a whirlwind for you almost i mean you're a champion now and you've been in this sport and just a professional combatant for like a bit over a year now like is it almost like damn this has been a bit of a whirlwind or are you not surprised at all just considering like what you put into it and everything well to be honest um there's a lot of times i'm just focused on what i do really so i don't i don't i do not see the like how other people would see it you understand so it's like uh, I have I have a goal and I'm just focusing that so so um so yeah it's a little hard to see to see it like you're saying but I see improvement and and blessings so so that's what I do see and, and I'm real grateful so so yeah that's that's that but but it's it's amazing man it's it's a great to um to know that everything's coming together. And, and yeah, man, but job isn't done, like I was, like I was saying, so I can't really full, feel that full, mo- full uh, momentum or, you know? 
uh, I gotta defend it at least once or twice to to really feel, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, man. I guess I'm just curious as to because I, I mean, I you had the victory that was so incredible, not really that long ago, which obviously we'll talk a bit about. But it seems like from I guess what I'm parsing from what you're saying is you're almost looking towards who could be you know next in line, like the next guy to contend for the belt like in that like in that sense do you i guess maybe have a specific opponent or two that you think could maybe be the i guess one to challenge you for the crown or is it more just a general idea of looking to i guess establish that champion legacy with some defenses like do you have certain specific opponents in mind with that or not so much well i do but i'm not gonna mention their names um <laughs> uh, there's already uh you know as soon as you you become champ, everybody calls out your name. So I see a good lineup. I see a good lineup that I might have to train and, and defend my belt against. So, yep, we got we to gotta train hard, man. Sorry, a line of hyenas waiting for me. Yeah, no, definitely more of a matchmaker kind of consideration. I mean, you're the champ, so people are going to be you know, coming after you anyway, you're just kind of like waiting for who the person is in a certain sense. But I guess just thought to ask, I mean, that does make sense, though, that there's probably a lineup of people looking to get at you. But I guess one of the facets of this Mark Irwin fight that I wanted to talk about and I mean, has definitely gotten some traction for sure. So not alone in being a person that's talking about this. And I guess curious from your perspectives in the fight, because it seemed like one of the big visuals that came out of that card was the you know pretty pronounced hematoma that mark Irwin had like how aware of that hematoma are you in the heat of the fight is it something you like are acutely aware of through the fight is, is are you like noticing it more after and how the media is talking about it like just curious to get your insights there well you know what i think of that man um dealing uh, what i think of that at the moment of the heat of the mo of the motion of the fight like you were saying I I should have tried to target that area. Sounds it sounds nasty and and yeah, but that was like his most messed up uh um side. So I could have probably finished the fight faster if I would have. But thing was, and the fight I just noticed it, but I didn't I didn't um use that to my advantage. I just noticed it and realized like okay, I'm doing good, but there's, I should have moved. Um, differently around that situation if you get what I'm trying to say so in the heat of the moment I didn't really think much of it it was just okay I'm doing a good job yeah I'm, <clears throat> I mean definitely going to talk about certain things related to the fight more so but I guess I'm just curious to get your reactions if you saw any of the whole like Stephen A. Smith video of him talking about you know the hematoma and if bare knuckles should be around and stuff like that it seemed like it caused a bit of a kerfuffle there did you notice like Stephen a smith's commentary on your fight after the fact or not so much i actually yes sir i actually thought it was fake <laughs> when somebody <laughs> sent me the video i thought it was like a, a edited version or something because that's weird because i know well I don't, I don't really know who Stephen a smith is but I, i've seen him around and he's like he's like in the social medias so when i seen myself and Stephen a smith it was like it was like what it was a little weird but after um i got it confirmed and and i thought that was pretty cool <laughs> shoot 
yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, fair enough. I mean, with all these AI videos out there, you never know what the actual score is sometimes. But, I mean, one of the big aspects of this fight was, I mean, really the reaction to it in a lot of ways. I mean, a lot of understandable praise heaped on it. Like I was kind of mentioning earlier in the conversation, like there's a lot of people that really view your Mark Irwin fight as, you know, the best bare-knuckle fight of the year, if not like the most entertaining of the calendar year like what are your thoughts on that reception and everything like that like is that i mean we talked a bit before about you know being in the heat of the battle is that something you're like meaningfully aware of in the body of the fight or are you more aware of like you know how well the fight went over after the fact and how people are discussing it i guess yeah yes sir um at the at the battle of the moment um there's not much i how you remember because I'm also getting hit as well. So it's like, I just know we're going back and forth, right? But, but yeah, and, and plus, I was um, I was exhausted because of the um, elevation. So that my main focus was on, on, on staying, staying um, with air, with oxygen. So I didn't really think of it much. But after the fight, now that I see all the videos and everything, all the commotion, um... Well, now I I know like how it went down and everything. But in the in the in the moment, it's hard. It's hard to really know. And you seem like a guy who's very focused on just like improvement and testing yourself and growing towards the next thing. Like, how much does a fight like that serve in your overall growth? Because I mean, like a real knockdown, drag out, intense fight. Like, how much does that level you up in terms of just your I guess, experience, your confidence, etc. It would seem like it would fit very nicely within this story of yours that's unfurling and everything. Oh, well, that's that's so cool that you bring that up, bro, because actually this fight um, woke a different side of me. <laughs> you know, I can say it like that. It woke up a different side of me um, that, that I really got to push because... Even though it was Friday night and Friday of the year, um, I still should have finished the job faster. So I feel that it, it woke up uh, something inside of me that I got uh, that I got to release. But but like you said, I don't now since it just happened, I got to see how I'm gonna train with that if I'm gonna actually put it to use. Cause I could say and feel something, but if I don't put it to use, then there's no point. So let me heal up, and once I heal up, I'm going to use that gas, that energy. Yeah, it's just such an exciting proposition because, I mean, cementing yourself as, like, the youngest active champion in bare knuckle, but just, like, the way you're talking about your career and the mindset, it would seem like the best is yet to come. Like, it would seem like 2024 would be, like, a great year for you. I mean, you were very active through like this, you know, last year or so, as I was kind of outlining earlier in the conversation, like multiple bare knuckle fights and some gloved combat in the Trigon too. So, I mean, just to say, I would think that 2024 could serve to really have a lot of like great showings for you. I mean, you were super active and rose through the ranks pretty quickly. So exciting thoughts for what's to come for you in 2024, it seems like. Wow, Dylan, that sounds crazy when somebody says it. So that sounds dope, bro. Thank you, bro. Um, like you're saying, my career just started, you know. So a lot of this stuff is new to me. So let, let's see, let's see, Dylan. That'll be uh, that'll be something 
I would want to know myself. <laughs> Let's see, man. Yeah, no, I love it, man. Definitely great stuff. And I feel like whenever I talk to BYB fighters, and I, I mean, I feel like your perspective would be interesting because as we were talking about before, it's like you ultimately made your overall pro debut in BYB. So maybe some curious insights. Like, what's it like to compete within the mighty Trigon itself? Because a lot is understandably made of, you know, the tight dimensions and the finishing rate and just how it informs the progression of the fight. So what's it like for you competing in the mighty Trigon and all? Well, so far, it's the Trigon is like one of the toughest ones. I'm not saying it just because I fight there, <laughs> but I mean at the end of the day, it's like you have a little a little area, so you can't really run. And plus, it's bare knuckle, so it's for sure a lot of adrenaline. <laughs> so far, all my fights, it's had a lot of adrenaline, adrenaline. So. Yeah, so since I started off with that, I could compare it to with gloves, when because I did one with with gloves in a boxing ring, besides the one in the triangle. But but yeah, I, the adrenaline was not the same with the. I actually have fun. <laughs> I have fun with when I had the gloves. I was happy, but with the without the gloves, it's like more. You know, it's like a war. It's. You have to focus, and the guy in front of you, you can't be, like, you, you can't see him as your friend, you know? It's like, maybe after, after, but in the moment, it's, it's war, and you got to take his head off, or else he's taking your head off, so can't really be on that friendly mindset during, before the fight, so that sucks, but that's what we do, huh? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're laying down, but we've kind of talked about the Trigon combat experience before with the smaller gloves. Like, is there a certain level of like, oh, I'd be interested in you know doing that next year, like maybe some smaller glove action in the Trigon, or would the focus more to solely you know prioritize the bare knuckle just because you're a champion now and wanting to you know build on that legacy with some defenses at all? Oh well. Like I said, with the gloves, it's way funnier. So <laughs> if we could um, get the job done with the gloves, let's let's do it with gloves. But if we gotta get bare knuckle, <laughs> then we gotta do what we gotta do, right, sir? Yeah, no doubt. Just a lot of exciting kind of things coming up for you and everything like that. I'm kind of curious too, I guess, because a lot of bare knuckle fighters I talk to will. I guess kind of have different means of like preparing for the fights. Like some guys kind of curate their sparring differently, whether it's like bigger gloves or, you know, like the smaller gloves. Like, and also, I mean, some guys like swear by like hand strengthening, like working with like wooden Muay Thai boards or like gripping sand or whatever. Whereas some guys are like, ah, you know, I don't need any of that. My hands are plenty strong. Like, I guess, how do you prepare for these bare knuckle fights in terms of like glove sizes and sparring? And if you do any hand strengthening or perhaps not so much. Okay, well, there's a lot of that that I'm missing that I should be doing, but I train like a boxer since I'm a boxer. So I do a lot of bag work, a lot of boxing training, you know, jump rope, moving my moving my head. Um, yeah, so I do a lot of boxing work, bro. So rolling under the ropes and stuff, you know, all that movement, with the right combinations. Um, yeah, all the all the basic stuff for sure. But I gotta get a little more 
intense with my training like you were saying start hitting boards start start uh leveling up because i'm not doing just boxing now i'm freaking hitting bone on bone so <laughs> i gotta uh train myself a little different make my body get used to the pain you know i gotta start stepping it up a little bit so yeah but but my training it'll be basic boxing wise push myself doing that you know yeah, I mean, just interesting to hear all of that because, I mean, it seems like your methodology has been working quite well so far with you being the champion and also interesting that you're looking to, you know, add these different things. But speaks to what we were talking about before, like that champion mindset and more looking at building towards the future. So, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Dylan. Thank you for the, for the uh, good things, <laughs> the good words. Yeah, I mean, no problem, man. Just been a fun path to watch so far but it's been great having you on and getting some great insights from you after such an incredible fight I mean really kind of at a loss for words I mean I think that's one of those fights that once it gets a bit more breathing room people will kind of call it you know iconic like it's definitely quite the throwdown for sure but I mean I, like like I said before want to be mindful of your time and what you're getting up to and you know enjoying the you know championship splendor and all of that so I mean just curious if perhaps there's like a final parting thought you'd like to add as we're wrapping things up here Julio Okay, well, uh, I don't really have much of a thought right now, Dylan. I just uh, thank you very much for having me in your podcast, and and well, um, that, yeah, bro, thank you. It was great. Yeah, I mean, likewise, man. Really wanted to set this up for a bit now. I've been enjoying watching you on the BYB Extreme Circuit. So great to have you on, and hopefully many more bare knuckle radio appearances to come. But just again, like awesome performance against Mark Irwin at BYB 22 and just again to reiterate thank you for the time Julio and yeah looking forward to chatting whenever the next fight gets lined up but until then you have a good rest of your day man thank you okay perfect dude you have a great day yourself sir